0: This is Recorded Future, Inside Security Intelligence. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 214 of the Recorded Future podcast. I'm Dave Bittner from the Cyberwire. There's a versatile, easy to use utility being offered for sale on underground hacker forums called Hack Machine. It allows users to target victim domains and scan sites for known vulnerabilities, attempt brute force attacks, and ultimately inject pay card skimmers or exfiltrate user databases and personally identifiable information. Ilya Volovic and Shane Asher are researchers at Gemini Advisory, a recorded future company, and they join us with key findings from their research into Hack Machine, along with advice on how to best protect your organization against it. Stay with us.
1: When we analyze what is happening on the dark web, we kind of take a look at the overall landscape of what is going on, what is happening, what are the trends uh, in various um, topics. That's Ilya Volovic. And we saw in recent, uh, say, year... Uh, an increase of uh, individuals selling various types of accesses, databases, uh, and so on. So, uh, with this increase, we kind of starting to question well, why is there an increase uh, in such data coming up on, uh, for sale on the dark web? What is the driving factor? Are hackers becoming more proficient? Are hackers finding some vulnerabilities that are new and unknown? um so and when when we dive into that we're kind of starting to see okay well maybe there's specific tools that are on the market that are enabling um all these um new accesses coming on the market and new databases coming on the market
0: and so then what was the 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 path that led you to uh what we're talking about today which is hack machine
1: so we looked at um generally what is being offered what kind of malware or software what kind of tools are being offered for sale and we kind of take a look and try and analyze well what is this tool being used for right how can this uh, uh, this or another tool enable hackers to to do what they do so when we came about the hack machine we saw that it actually was quite popular we saw that uh there were uh, responses to this uh thread uh, where hack machine was being advertised we saw that some of the prolific threat actors that we usually see involved with sale of access, um, uh, essentially commenting on there saying, Hey, yeah, I'm using this tool to, uh, to gain some access, or I'm using this tool, and I work with this tool. So then we said, Well, okay, well, that's interesting. So, so we know some of these prolific threat actors are, um, are out there and advertising sales of accesses, and we know they're involved with some kind of activity. So now we kind of can link them with the tool that they uh, themselves indicate, hey, I'm using this tool. So that's a good indicator that a tool is not just advertised but it's actively being used to um, to gain these accesses and gain insight into various companies.
0: Shane, can you take us through what some of the capabilities are of this tool? Yeah, so uh, what we
2: discovered um, in researching the tool and what was advertised is that the tool offers um, the ability to Evaluate domains, um, looking for particular vulnerabilities, uh, installed plugins, uh, things of that nature, as well as the ability to do some uh, SQL injection as a way to try to gain access to the server, um, potentially export user uh, listings, you know, in the database. And it has the capability to attack uh, both uh, content management systems and uh, web host managers or cPanels. So, I mean, it kind of gives you two layers of uh, attack capability, you know, with the web host manager and cPanel being a little bit more uh, egregious because, you know, that gives you control over the virtual server or the server itself.
0: I guess this allows folks who don't have the the technical knowledge to basically aim this tool at a particular domain and and let it do its thing?
2: Um, Yeah, that's that's one capability for sure is uh, the ability to kind of point this thing at uh, at a particular domain or actually a set of domains and uh and let it do um some password brute forcing um vulnerability analysis and uh, identification so it definitely has that capability um it also can attack uh ftp if that service is enabled on a particular server it will also try to you know do a password attack or something on that to try to gain access that way
1: For sure. And, you know, and just to kind of add on to that, you know, in the past when we talked about hackers, we talked about individuals that had all these various skills with computers and programming, and they needed to have a certain level of sophistication. A tool like this essentially allows your basic hacker, as we call them, or somebody that just has uh, maybe a nick for, hey, doing something wrong, being on the dark web and trying themselves out and trying to kind of find the groove in the dark web and on all things illegal a tool like this would allow somebody like that that doesn't have those skill levels that doesn't have the, uh, the extensive programming skills that doesn't know how to code that doesn't know how to you know go on a website and find vulnerability they can use a tool like this to find these vulnerabilities for them so all they have to do is essentially just rent it out and essentially you know they would write to the actor and say hey listen uh, can can i rent this out and you know A lot of times, in in this case uh, specifically, the actor says, hey, listen, I'll walk you through it. I'll tell you what you need to do. You know, just rent out a Mm -hmm. tool from me. I'm going to tell you, take you step by step uh, what you need to do in order to use the tool. Uh, And that enables, again, those low-level hackers or cyber criminals, if you will, to kind of gain those access that used to be purviewed only to the skilled hackers.
0: And how easy is it to get access to Hack Machine? I mean, is is it expensive? Is it hard to find?
1: No, it's actually um, fairly easy. Uh, it was being advertised on multiple forums. Uh, on one of the forums, it's no longer being advertised uh, uh, because I guess uh, the uh, the individual that was advertising it kind of got into a little confrontation with somebody he was renting it out to and, and mm. there were some issues. Uh, I guess they kind of scammed one another or whatnot. Uh, but uh, it is still <laughs> no, honor yeah, you among know. thieves, right? <laughs> There's no honor among thieves. No shark shark, and uh, <laughs> they got uh, yeah, they got in a fight uh, essentially. So he got kicked out of there. <laughs> but huh. he continues to advertise on other forms, so it is readily available. You know, somebody that wants to find it, they can easily find it, uh, and they just approach the actor and say, "Hey, listen, I want to try this out." And you know, it, the the price can vary uh, vary from a few hundred bucks to to like a trial. Uh, to, um, you know, so that you have a certain, um, again, the tool is like overarching, right? So the hack machine, right? But it has like sub-tools, if you will. So the three sub-tools that it's dividing into and you can rent out each one of those sub-tools or you can rent out the whole tool uh, altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's fairly simple. And
0: so Shane, who seems to be most interested in this? So What sort of things are they using this tool to then go ahead and and do? What, what sort of things are they? Are they using it to put things on other people's servers? you know Are they uh, using it as a, a stepping stone to get in and do ransomware? What's the spectrum of things that you all are seeing?
2: Uh, we've really kind of seen a full spectrum of uh, usage once they gain access to these sites. Um, so, you know, lower level thing that they can do, of course, is inject some scripts or drop some files uh, on the server that allow them to Use this as a tool repository for like payment card skimmers. Drop a script that receives the data from a payment card skimming operation that they're running somewhere else. Um, so that's kind of a, an intro level. Of course, you can escalate that up to the next level and host uh, ransomware binaries. Um, you know that can be downloaded whenever they infect a particular host somewhere else. You know, I mean, it's really the full gamut of capabilities. Because once you gain, especially the uh, through the cPanel or the WHM, once you gain that level of access and you have a server that, uh, essentially you own, but you don't have to pay for, um, you, you, of course have free reign to do a lot of things with that in the content management system space, um, you know, WordPress being kind of one of the more popular ones there, you know, they specifically look for the installation of, uh, WooCommerce, which is the e-commerce platform add on to WordPress. And if they find that, of course, they, you know, install the payment card skimmers, trying to get access to any user account databases that might have stored payment card information in there so they can export that information and offer that for sale on the Internet as well. So it really is a, a, a full capability stack once they infect one of these machines or gain access to one of these uh, servers through this platform.
1: You know, and obviously ransomware is, is is a big topic nowadays and everything can kind of be linked to ransomware. And essentially, anytime you're talking about gaining access, a skilled hacker or uh, I should say like we have these uh, ransomware teams, right? So it's a team of people. There's uh, multiple specialized individuals that can be working on the one team. Um, so somebody that has gained access, for example, one person on the team sees access uh, somewhere available. They can pass it on to, to another member of the team. They can further exploit that access to kind of elevate the privileges inside the system, which could also lead to a ransomware attack. So anytime we talk about gaining access, um, there's always that possibility uh, that uh, somebody skilled enough is gonna be able to get in there, elevate the the privileges and access, and and then uh, that can lead to a ransomware infection.
0: And to what degree are the hack machine operators noisy or stealthy? If, if someone's targeting my domain with this, is it likely that I'm going to notice it?
2: I'd say if, if, if they're running the brute force attacks against your admin login or you know, any of your user account type setups, uh, of course you're going to see a lot of noise in that space um, where you're going to see you know, multiple requests with different passwords against that particular account. Um, you know, hoping not to bump into any kind of... Um, multiple failed login type situation where, you know, your system locks that account out. Um, so, you know, it's kind of a protection that you would have in place for that. The other thing is, you know, they're, they're going to access or try to find particular directories, particular files that are going to help them kind of fingerprint what you're running on your particular website, what plugins you might have installed, um, those kinds of things. So, I mean, it's definitely going to be a little bit noisy, um, in general,
0: so, what are your recommendations to protect yourself against this sort
2: of thing? Um, you know, primary things, uh, of course, you know, use multifactor uh, authentication. I mean, that's going to help keep people out of your um, website through your, you know, host control panel or through your content management system panel. Because you know that secondary authentication with your cell phone or something with a token uh, is going to keep them out. So that's probably layer number one for sure. Um, of course, monitoring uh, the usage of your um, elevated accounts is going to be important there to see, you know, are they doing things at strange hours or to certain sections of the site that uh, you know for sure you're not uh, modifying or, or um, adding content to monitoring your file system for changes, looking for new files, um, looking for uh, changes to
1: files that are strange. So just to piggyback on what Shane said, I mean, anytime we talk about the security of your access or security of your accounts, uh, you also have to mention the passwords, right? The passwords and usernames uh, that are being utilized. So you always want to have a complex password. You never want to keep it on your uh, basic password setting. Uh, Believe it or not, uh, to this day, cyber criminals are still able to gain those accesses by just uh, easily using those basic passwords such as admin. And the second thing, obviously, having, you know, if we have an admin for a, uh, a a network, uh, you know, having different passwords for different levels of access. So, if they have multiple logins within the same company, you know, you may have the same login name but using different passwords for different systems.
0: You know, it, it strikes me anytime I'm I'm working around my house doing little home improvement projects, and I got my my cordless drill. I, I sometimes think, you know, how did they build the pyramids without power tools? Um, and it strikes me that in a way we're kind of providing the bad guys with power tools you know we've, we've got these tools that um, amplify their ability to do things and, and the the level of entry uh, to be able to to go at the things they want to do has has really been lowered
2: yeah I think I would agree with that. Um, you know that's definitely we're progressing beyond kind of what the early stages of hackers with um, you know, where they pass around scripts that they knew worked and, and use those and share those scripts to seeing more of these um, you know, higher level tools with user interfaces, um, create, you know, easy data, you know, where you import your um, target list, um, you know, import a potential password list and, and set these tools to go and they just do the work for you and you don't have to kind of customize and, and and write code or write scripts in order to, to pull off these kind of website fingerprinting or attacks?
1: A lot of times we see various malware being offered uh, for sale out in the dark web. and uh, we, You know, as researchers, we always kind of question, well, what can this malware do? Or this m- malware does one specific task really well. And then in combination with other malware, it could be doing X, Y, and Z. Uh, What's interesting about this specific hack machine is that it's really all-encompassing. It really provides the capability to the hackers to kind of do everything in one step, right? Uh, You uh, rent the malware, uh, you aim it at at a site, and it will gain uh, multiple accesses to you. It will provide you all this uh, information about the site, and it will allow you to install you know, like skimmers steal the payment card data, maybe steal databases from sites and so on and so forth. So it's really one and on tool. Um, and we definitely see it being used by cyber that are later on going forward and, and selling these access. So say once they gained access, they go on and, and, and create a thread and offer to sell this stuff. Or same thing with databases. We've seen actors that are using this tool uh, and then they turn around and they say, Hey, listen, you know, I, I'm selling a database and we know that they're using the tool. So it kind of bridges that gap of how do they go from, you know, gaining access, uh, downloading databases to then offering this database for sale online. And then boom, you have this one overarching tool that can kind of connect all the dots and, and take you from point A to point Z.
0: Our thanks to Ilya Volovic and Shane Asher from Gemini Advisory for joining us. The research is titled How Hack Machine Enables Fraud and Cyber Intrusions. Don't forget to sign up for the Recorded Future Cyber Daily email, where every day you'll receive the top results for trending technical indicators that are crossing the web. Cyber news, targeted industries, threat actors, exploited vulnerabilities, malware, suspicious IP addresses, and much more. You can find that at recordedfuture.com intel. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll subscribe and help spread the word among your colleagues and online. The Recorded Future podcast production team includes coordinating producer Caitlin Mattingly. The show is produced by The Cyberwire with executive editor Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening.